Welcome first-time listeners and returners to the Sports Deli. A little bit about your hosts today, Hootie Hoot. I coached college basketball for 23 years, 15 on the men's side and 8 on the women. And I now coach at a low-income, first-generation high school girls basketball here in San Diego. I played four years of college basketball. I'm a life coach. I have a beautiful daughter. I'm a professional basketball skills trainer. We love to share space with our guests here in the Sports Deli to talk about the intersection between race and sports, mental health equality, leadership, sports, and solutions. We want to help mobilize, listen, learn, and pay it forward. You can always send us an email to thesportsdeli at gmail.com. We're so honored that you're joining us today. And we hope that you can grab your favorite deli sandwich or bagel and your favorite beverage. And let's do this together in the sports deli. We're so honored on this 11th day of hernia, PTSD, and hunger awareness month and nine days away from Father's Day to welcome from France, where she was born, former WNBA player Edwig Lawson Wade. Edwig just finished her responsibilities as the general manager for BLMA in France, where they just recently won the French Cup. Edwig is our 12th WNBA player or coach to join us in the sports deli. And we can't thank you enough because we want to not only honor as many former players and coaches like you as possible, but honor this 25th season of the WNBA. Edwig is the wife of current Chicago Sky head coach, James Wade, who we had on the podcast just a couple of short weeks ago. She began her professional career at age 17 and has played in France, Russia, Spain, and in the WNBA. She also won a silver medal as a member of the 2012 French Olympic squad in London. She played for the New York Liberty, Houston Comets, Seattle Storm, and the San Antonio Silver Stars. She's won three French championships, two Russian championships, three EuroLeague titles, and one European championship with France. She shares a birthday with Mark Zuckerberg, George Lucas, and Rob Gronkowski. You can find her on Twitter at Edwig underscore Lawson and on Instagram at Edwig Lawson. Now tell me, um, so Dwayne Wade. He's not related, but now he likes to say that. He likes to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I I didn't think so because it it was said on Inside the NBA. Somebody had said it at one point. Yeah, it was like an it was like an inside joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. He said it. That's funny. So tell everyone about your upbringing, because uh, we've had a couple people on from Canada, right? We've had Kayla Alexander. We've had um, Aislinn Koenig, both going to be playing in Tokyo. And so tell everyone about uh, your upbringing, because you started playing professional early. And the only thing that I can think of uh, is golf and tennis, where where people play professionally at such a young age and bypass college and those types of experiences. So, so tell everyone about why, how it's different there. Cause, and still people don't know about clubs there, you know, versus here because clubs here are very different than they are there. Right. Uh, a little bit. Let's say that um, clubs can be the same than in the WNBA in France, in the WNBA, there yeah. is one big thing that is different is the draft. There is no draft. So teams can basically take whoever they want and there's no salary cap. So if a team has a lot of money, like we hear now in Russia, they can go out and pay Brittany Griner $2 million a season if they want to compare to what she makes in WNBA. So the big difference in a, in, a, in a country championship and a WNBA 
is maybe those two rules with the draft and the salary cap. Other than that, it's the same. It's games several times a week. Uh, it's 12 teams. Um, it can be players from anywhere in the world. There's a limit on, on American players, though. But other than that, it's a professional league. There is no, um, no legal uh, limit to be a professional. That's why I started at 17 years old. If you feel like you're ready to be a pro and a, and a club wants to give you a chance, then you can be a, a pro. So that's what I did. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Your career spanned, what, 18 years? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's amazing. And so uh, how was it growing up in France, though? Uh, not a, you, so do you identify as, uh, as um, a woman of color? How do you identify? Uh, we do, but I, I would say that race, race sorry, is not as, um, as uh, said in France than in the States. Um, so growing up, I didn't really pay attention. I'm mixed. My mom is white. My father was uh, black. So it's not something that is as, uh, let's say we will, not, we will not have the black community as strongly as a community than the, the black community in the States, you know? Yeah. So I would say it's, it's a little different, but of course I'm a woman of color, yes. And so how was it growing up? Was, was basketball your first love? Was it your first sport? You know, why, why? And did you have support, like just playing sports as a woman, as a young girl? Yeah, definitely. Like um, my father used to play basketball and it was the five of us uh, as kids. And right away, he made basketball uh, mandatory for everybody. So we had no choice. <laughs> no soccer, no nothing. You didn't want to hear no wow. football, nothing. Uh, but right away, I loved it. I really, really loved it. So I started when I was five years old um, because I went to uh, the practice of my older sisters. And wow. from that day, I never stopped playing. So what point did you beat your sisters in one-on-one? <laughs> you know what i left home uh early enough so they didn't have to uh, lose. <laughs> they were lucky that's fine so wait you say you left home did you go did you go live somewhere to, to train yeah because when you're around 14 years old you can go to a place where uh you practice twice a day and your studies are you know the school is um is organized so you can do both uh it's in a professional club and you're the junior team so a professional club always have a junior team. The juniors play from 14 to 17, 18, 20, 19, 20, depends. Uh, but it's uh, what we call some de formation. It's like a formation things for her, for players that wants to become professional. So you have to be, um, to be picked, you know. So, so you, you obviously knew for a long time since you were five, you know, how serious you had to train you know, and the game was a little bit different. Like the game was transitioning back then. It wasn't, you know, for lack of a better word, so fancy or creative, right. you know, it was just, you know, you know, were you, were you encouraged to play like they play now, like to, to have the ball on a string and yo-yo the ball, or was it fundamentals have both feet on the floor at all times when making fundamental passes, things like that. Yeah. It was more like fundamentals, but I was, I was lucky to have one coach, um, that told me because I was I loved the NBA, I loved Michael Jordan, I love watching American basketball. Yeah. So my game was a little different than the French basketball game. And some of the coaches would ask me to be more disciplined and more playing like uh, with the fundamentals, no risk. And I had uh, one coach that was like, keep doing what you do, keep crossing over, things like that. So it depends on where you play. And I, after when I was a professional player, 
I didn't only play in France, I went to play in Spain and in Russia. And over there, they're even more open-minded in, in playing a little bit more spectacular, you know? Yeah, so right. the game was definitely not as fancy and the players back then didn't have the talent that the players do have now. Uh, back then, a crossover from Allen Iverson was amazing. Now everybody know how to do a crossover, almost everybody, you know? Of course, yeah. everybody's not Gary Irving, but you can see that the game really changed. Yeah, you like the direction that the game has gone, and obviously for the women, it's evolved like uh, tremendously. And you know, the guy, the the men's game is it's very frustrating to watch sometimes. Like last night, I'm watching the fourth quarter of uh, of the game, and I'm just like, can we do something besides a pick and roll? You know what I mean? Like it's so frustrating. They're just standing around. Like I would even prefer someone posting up from a traditional standpoint and get some right. cutters, you know, cut into the basket and some movement. It's just like. You know, they're just holding on for dear life to try and win the game. It's like so annoying to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I love the way the women game uh, changed because it's faster. It's more scoring before it, yeah. it used to be low score. So I love the evolution of the women game. But the men's game, I feel like it's a lot of more one on one and pick and roll. And just yeah. because you can't stop those guys one on one. So coaches wants to win. They got to win. That's their job. So their best chance, probably at the highest percentage, is to let Carrie play one-on-one or whoever play one-on-one. Uh, the center position almost don't exist no more. Yeah. <laughs> you see five guys out there behind the three points line or one pick and roll. So, yeah, it's um, it's um, different to watch and, uh, and, and I understand your, your frustration. Sometimes some teams I feel also like, okay, we're watching this the whole game. <laughs> yeah that's why i started to watch the regular season there's so many games you know the playoffs at least you have different you know level of intensity so i want to ask you so when you first started playing professionally um if my calculations are correct it was about 90 oh, don't say it. do not call <laughs> okay sorry no but the reason I, <laughs> the reason i ask uh is because the WNBA had just started right a year prior yeah. Uh, and so you went about seven years before you were, uh, you know, in the WNBA. And so was that a goal of yours or was it not pop? It obviously, it wasn't as popular as being overseas, right? Because being overseas was the thing to do. Like people were making bank, a little bit more bank than they were. In yeah, the it's, it's, it's two different things. I would say for the notoriety, for the famous, for the celebrity part, WNBA will always uh, be bigger than overseas. Now, of course, for players that can make more money overseas, uh, they go overseas, but you can see nobody choose to go only overseas and not play for WNBA, even if their yeah. check is smaller. Because yeah. this is the best league in the world and you want to be a part of uh, what's the best. So as soon as the WNBA started existing, yeah, for me, it was a goal. It was a dream, then it was a goal because I, I, I realized I could be able to go. And uh, once I finally went, it was really excited. Like, okay. It feels like I had to wait forever, but when I think about it, it was just a few years, uh, especially when I stopped playing EuroLeague. In EuroLeague, some of the best American players come and play in EuroLeague, and that's when I was able to, to show what I can do and for teams to trust me to, uh, to sign me. <laughs> then you go to New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I went to, go, I went to play in New York because one of my best friends was going there. And uh, my agent was like, don't go to New York. They have Becky Hammond. And right. he wants to play the two. And I'm the size of Becky. He was like, they're going to draft another point guard. It's not a smart show. It's go to Houston. Because we knew Houston wanted to sign me too. And I was like, no, I want to play with my friend. And that was not the right thing to do. Because mm -hmm. after a few games, I got cut. And I went to Houston for the season. 
So I, I didn't listen to my agent and I should have, but I really <laughs> tried to play with my friend in the States. You know, like when you're young, going to yeah. play in a new league, you know, in a big country like the States, uh, you want to you wanna have someone you can um, count on, you know, yeah. if hard or anything. Yeah, of course. Uh, we'll talk about Becky in a minute, but you played played with or against some amazing players. You know, Candace is is still playing. Sue's still playing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so how was the was the game different? Um, uh, you know, you played for a few years, uh, and um, uh, you know, you, you had you had some really good years, and and you know, if if the league had had expanded. You know, it's, it's a long time coming. It's just ridiculous that it has. I think Kathy's doing a good job and, and expansion is inevitable, you know, uh, which rosters would expand as well. Um, it's frustrating. I know your husband has, you know, been faced with the whole salary cap thing. And, you know. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah. Even me, yeah. I can't follow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You know, Lexi's had to wait. You know, they just picked up Lexi and she'll be, uh, I think, active on Sunday. You know, so it's just it's just a it's a tough situation. It's 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 uh, very unequal when it you know comes to comparisons with with the, with the you know the NBA and things like right. that. So, um, so how how was your experience in, in the W? Obviously, we want to you know uh, it's the twenty fifth season this year. You know, you've been a part of this. That's why I got my shirt. That's right. I represent the WNBA. That's right. We 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 got our shirt over here. Oh, right, yeah. right in the corner there. Yes, of course. Um, but talk about your experience and 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 just how. I want to talk to you also about last year and what happened and, you know, how proud you, you were of, of the sisterhood and um, how historic last year was on, on so many levels. Sports Daily is sponsored by Sport RX, the leader in sport prescription eyewear. You can find them online at sportrx.com. And don't forget to enter the code Deli 10 at checkout for your special 10% discount. And now back to this incredible interview right here in the Sports Deli. Well, first of all, um, just the, the talent and the level, even back then, like now I'm telling you that the game changed so much faster, but already when I played, it was already so fast, so physical. The girls are so talented. They can do it all. Uh, so when I went there, I would always need time to adjust because in Europe, it's not that fast. It's not yeah. that good. Um, so if I, if I drive into the paint in, in Europe, I can have half a second to think and read the defense. Man, in, in WNBA, you got to do it like this, or it's a turnover, or block. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> uh, just, just that. And the, and the league is professional. The league started from nothing 25 years ago. Yeah. And already I feel like they're doing a great job trying to, uh, to make it bigger, trying to evolve. Uh, obviously, there's still a lot of things to do. But also, uh, like anything else in the world, you need money to make things. So they got to grow and they got to keep getting help on, on that side. Um, and about the players, man, like Becky Hammond was amazing. The things she yeah. could do around the rim, uh, the things she could do at the three-point line or way further than the three-point line. Uh, I guess she she could have played today because she belongs to the, the game of today too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and now now she she has a lot of experience. She's a, a very good assistant coach. I'm rooting for her to get a head coaching job. This is the next step for the NBA to trust a woman that can Absolutely. coach just like a man can coach. They have nothing to do if you're man or woman to think the game. You just need your brain. So hopefully she will get that shot. Um, I got a, I had a chance to play with Sue, with Diana in Europe. 
Uh, those two players are amazing because Vicky Johnson, Vicky Johnson, that is now the coach of Dallas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In San Antonio, we had a great team with v VJ, Ooh. Vicky Johnson, and, totally. and Becky Hammond, Crystal we Robinson, the, yeah. Crystal Robinson, Ruth Riley. We went to the finals. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we lost. And that's the only time in my career I was uh, hurt and missed games. And it was for the final, the WNBA finals. That that was so harsh to watch from the the sideline. Oh. It was against Bill and Beer and the Detroit. They were like the bad girls. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bill. He he was the part of the bad boys, but he made a team of bad girls too. <laughs> that was their their style of play. Swim Cash that is now with the in the NBA too. Like I, I, I love the fact that now we can see more and more women in the NBA. Yeah. I think that this is great. But uh, I like I like also how the new commissioner is is making the WNBA grow. Um and about what they did last summer. It's amazing. I see you yeah. have your shirt, her name, yeah. all the things they did. And people will be forgetting that at the same time they were playing, they were doing their yeah. job, they were, had to win games. And it was in a bubble without family coming in, coming out. Uh, we saw so many injuries uh, last summer. And through all that, uh, they were still fighting for the right fight. So that, that's amazing. And that, that's also how the WNBA got even more popular because of their hearts and what they do for the people. Yeah, I mean, ratings are up uh, in some yeah. countries as much as three, 400%. Um, you know, uh, the games are competitive, you know, it's a shorter season. So I think, you know, there's a break this year because of the Olympics, but um, you know, uh, I, I think they're doing a great job. I, I really hope they expand, whether it's Toronto or Northern California, you know, there's been some talk, um, you know, the game's ready, you know, to expand. Yeah, for sure. yeah. And there's no way to think that only 12 teams can gather all the talent around the world. That's, that's just impossible. France have 12 teams and we're right. like country compared to the totally. States. So how 12 teams can do it. It's, and it's unfair for the, for some of the players that belong in, in the league. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're, you're, you're talking about a, a league that's already grossing $60 million and it's, it's only going to, you know, increase if you expand. So, but I, it's coming, you know, I think, I think is, the, the pandemic is going the right way. It's going the right way. Yeah. It's definitely going in the right way. So, you know, you talked about everybody that you played with, you know, a lot of, a lot of them are coaches now, Vicky's with the Dallas wings and, and, you know, Becky's probably going to be the first woman to coach in the, in, in the NBA, whether it's, you know, this year with Indiana, you know, there's a vacancy there or, or wherever it is. She's obviously, I heard a story one time where she walked in the gym, just wasn't even paying attention. And she said, Oh yeah, that angle won't work on the back door after the pick and roll, you know, <laughs> just like matter of factly, like they looked at her like, like, what is she talking about? She was like, you, you took the wrong angle to the basket. Like, it's never going to work. You know, just right. little stuff like that, that she's just she got that kind of mind. She yeah, she can coach the game. And that's all they care about, right? You know, it doesn't matter who you are, as long as you make someone better, max their potential out, and, and you care about them, right? Sure. So, uh, I just want to follow up with, with uh, last summer, because... Um, uh, you know, we talk a lot on the show, leadership and equality is, is very important. Um, and uh, I don't think we should ever overlook or, uh, you know, underestimate the importance of the historic um, season last year. Not only you talked about how the bubble affected everybody, some people opted out, um, but they had to play and they had to figure out a plan to, um, deal with an election, deal with a racist owner, 
an, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a minority owner, Kelly Leffler, who was eventually forced out. There were so many things that, um, that were sort of historic from, from last year. And, you know, like this year, uh, right now, there's, there's a, um, a hearing going on. I'm sure you're aware of it with, with the, you know, NCAA and NILs. And there's not one woman testifying. There's not one current player testifying about this. And, you know, we continue to, to say we're moving forward, but there's example after example with the NCAA last year in the weight room, you know, that was well chronicled, right. you know, and there's, there's continuous examples. And so I look at it as an opportunity to continue the conversation instead of complaining. And, you know, we have to point it out uh, because social media is very powerful, but um, yes. it's gotta be very frustrating for you to see, you know, these continuous examples of marginalizing women um, but at the same time we're moving forward so it's you know you have this dichotomy you know where both things are happening at the same time so you know I I, I just want to you know talk again about what happened last summer and just say you know that from my perspective I, I've said it a million times and I still can't believe you know the impact that the women had um, and you know, the, the stance that they took and, and the, the collective voice, you know, that they, uh, what they stood for. And I just, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to comment about that any, any further, but I just thought it was an amazing, uh, you know, it was just mind blowing to be quite honest with you. The Sports Deli is sponsored by City Lokes, C-I-T-Y-L-O-C-S. You can find them online at citylokes.com where you can go and make your own personalized license plate hats. They're so cool. You got to check them out. And don't forget to enter the code THESPORTSDELI at checkout for your special 10% discount. And now back to this incredible interview right here in the Sports Deli. Yeah, um, the thing is that is happening now is we don't accept when it's unfair. Like the example you gave about the weight room last year in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Honestly, when I saw it, I didn't even believe it. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, me too. <laughs> totally. Like an empty room with few weights. Like you can't believe that's that's what's happening, and it is. So it means there is still people thinking that way. But step by step, we're gonna get there. And yeah. the most important thing is to not accept it and everybody speak out on it because, like you said, social media is so powerful and both way. By the way. Because it can be good and it can be bad. Yeah, right. But it can it can definitely help the, the good things, people to be aware of what's going on. Because from France, I wouldn't be aware that's how they are treated over there. I wouldn't not even think about that. Like, it's different. That, that was crazy. Uh, well, in France, for example, the French national team, the women, we did that fight. Uh, I remember I played for the Olympics in 2000. And our captain and the team fought to have the same, um, the same, uh, how you say, like hotels, traveling, right. things that, than the guys. Amenities, yeah. Yeah, amenities, yeah. And that was 2000. And it's been 10 years at least where the women are really treated well for, for like, like women, maybe a little difference, but yeah. treated very, very, very well. Uh, and to, to see that in, in the States where basketball is so big, uh, it's not possible. And the fact that it's not possible and everybody speak out on it, I thought that was great. And that's what we got to do for every little thing that is unfair. We cannot oh, accept unfair things. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, so a couple things. Uh, you you tell me what you want to talk about first, because um, you know the the LGBTQ plus community, um, you know, is obviously you know uh, a very important thing in sports. Uh, mental health is obviously. Uh, I don't know how it is in France, but it's for a long time in the black and brown communities, it's been a, a very taboo subject. Um, right. You know, you either get roasted, you know, you know, in the hood or you get made, you know, uh, or if there's a negative connotation associated with it. And so wow. I don't know if you want to touch on, you know, I, I and I, we, we sort of been uh, in joking in the beginning about uh, D Wade um, uh, about his relationship with you guys, but um I did watch his documentary. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see it. So it, it was... just, yeah, in, in part, he talked about, you know, his daughter who, um, you know, Zaya, uh, you know, who is, uh, you know, identifies as, as a young lady, a, a straight transgender. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, that fight to sort of uh, parallel it with, uh, you know, the women and the black and brown community and the fight against systemic racism you know, they've been fighting for equality also for a, for a long time. And, and so how, how was that viewed uh, when you were in the league, when you first started and how do you, how do you see that, you know, uh, transitioning now? Because obviously no pun intended, that that's such an important, you know, thing for not only women and adults, but especially girls who I identify as young as three, which Zaya knew at three, you know, that right. she, that she was in this space and, and we have to, you know, make sure that we support uh, this, this space for, for these, you know, men and women, boys and girls. Well, I think that the most important thing is uh, not to be ashamed and they're not ashamed once they feel accepted and loved. Mm. And now more and more people show support, show love, show respect to to those who have a, a sexuality that is different, you know? Yeah. So um, I think that that's what evolved a lot is that the support now got uh, way bigger, got more open. Um, I, don't, I don't remember when, when I used to play, I don't think it, it was not as open or as, as talked about. Uh, I play with Cheryl Swoops mm -hmm. uh, that used to be in Houston. I play with her in Russia. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think she was one of the first ones she had um, in a magazine, she has a sponsor. I, I don't remember. It was it was maybe yeah, a little while five or something. Mm -hmm. But it was it was big. It was one of the now you see Sue and Megan everywhere, right. everywhere. You know? Yeah. So and it's not something new to see them together in a picture. Or, of course, they always look cool because they're just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But it's the, it's not new anymore. Um, so it changed it changed a lot and and for the better. And I I can see that it, it probably helped millions, I don't know about millions, but a lot of people to just be open and feel good about it. Yeah, so, you know, sort of in the same way with mental health, right? Because, uh, you know, Liz Cambage has come out um, and, and others, uh, you know, uh, even just comments from, from, you know, white coaches, you know, I don't, I don't think he meant it in the way that it, you know, but you can't, you just can't do stuff like that, right? You can't say things about women, about their bodies, you know, I, I have to be transparent. I said something when I was coaching at the college level, I made a comment, um, you know, something about the big girl or something like that. And I was just trying to differentiate between the guards and the bigs. Right. And someone turned to me and said, coach, you can't say that. Like, obviously I'm at a community college and so no one's going to say anything to me. And I wasn't yeah. trying to do anything except just to say, we have a mismatch here. Take advantage of your quickness. And so, 
you know, but I think it's good that we're shedding light on even the, the, the comments. Yeah. We're over we don't books. realize what we are right. saying, like, because it's, and I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Camilla didn't mean what he said. Like, yeah. like you as coaching, you just said, she's bigger, you faster. Uh, that's probably it, you know, yeah. but we still got to be aware that it can hurt people's feeling. Yeah. Um, so it, it's good to be aware of that. Uh, mental health is something that I would have never thought existed like that. Mm -hmm. If some players didn't speak out, speak out about it. Totally. Uh, I think Kevin Love and DeRozan, I think DeRozan. DeRozan, yep. DeMar DeRozan, yep. And, and the first time you're like, how is that possible? You feel like they got it all. Yeah. And then the fact that several of them talk and explain and and if you think about it, it also makes sense. Called all the pressure, all the scrutiny, or the private life that must be different. And I don't know what else they got going on. And they're human. So just that you have feelings, you have, uh, you know, like doubts, just like everybody else. Oh, so, yeah, it, it was it was a surprise. And it is really good for all of us to uh, to hear about it uh, and to know, to be aware. I had one of my players this year that went through a hard time. And at the first time when a player talked to you, you're like, you, you're surprised, you know, you, because you can't see it. If, if the player don't really express it, you don't really see it. You, they can't hide it or you can just think they're having a bad day or, you know. So yeah. the fact that they open, the, the discussion is open again, just that it, it makes it easier for the next one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, this is something that I always like to talk about just because, you know, my father took his own life when I was nine. <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, ever since then, I've uh, not even realized it in the ways that I sort of navigate life, you know, right. helping people in, in different ways, whether it's as a life coach or just taking a more holistic approach. Sports Daily is sponsored by PSK. You can find them online at lids.com pskcollective.com, tjmax.com, walmart.com, and now Kohl's department store at Kohl's, Kohl's is K-O-H-L-S, Kohl's.com. They have some incredible women's athletic wear that's all-inclusive, and again, you can find them online at five different locations, lids.com, pskcollective.com, tjmax.com, walmart.com, and kohl's.com. And now back to this incredible interview right here in the Sports Deli. Mm -hmm. And so do you see a change at the university level here in the States or even in middle schools or high schools or professionally where you know, a mental health professional, you know, needs to be, you know, just a part of that system at all times, just because so even people that are okay, uh, that, you know, feel like, hey, I don't need anyone to talk to. It's just, it's just a good hat. It's just good to have someone to talk to, like, you know, yeah. just to, to vent or, you know, just to, yeah. to, to you know. yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to take a bigger part in everybody's life and um, in, in, in a team. Like, for example, we took a mental coach to yeah. do team building things with the team, but also for players that needed to have someone, like you said, to talk to, to vent to, to go through something that they cannot do with their coach. Right. You know? um, and I think it's going to go at every level. All people are going to be more aware, um, but it's definitely is going to change and take a bigger places, bigger and bigger, I think, in the future. So where do you see yourself in five years? 
<laughs> five years um i don't know i don't know in five years that that's too much for our kind of life <laughs> <laughs> right now you know the the most important thing for me is the stability of my family you know james yeah. is a coach he's a uh, part-time in the states sometimes yeah. in france and our son is five years old right. so my main job is to keep him in a stability environment so right now he's going to school staying in France because just two years ago we were living in three countries and he was speaking three languages sometimes wow. we were in Russia sometimes we were in France sometimes we were in the States and James and I decided to calm things down for him and I will be more uh, often in France he will be in school and we're going to make him a little more like normal <laughs> stable life so for right now my main job is that is, is how is my son growing in a good environment mm. and uh, of course to be there for James and not forget myself. I don't want to forget myself with those two James Way. We always joke about it. That I have to take yeah. care of two James Way. But uh, I actually uh, love it. So in five years, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's still here because where we live is beautiful. It's the south of France. It's just oh. like a vacation every day. Wow. Uh, just look at my story every day, people, if you want to see how the south of France looks. <laughs> oh. uh, but... Um, uh so i don't know but i will still be in basketball right now i i just ended the season as a gm and i have a new um a new uh commitment i want to do i want something try something new here's the scope oh, michael you know i want to take yeah, my yeah. time my season ended up a month ago You're so right. the, the, my goal was to take time to think what's the next step for me i didn't want to rush into something so that's why i want to i want to take some time you've so. been a part of um, three decades, you know, of yeah. professional basketball and, uh, well, I've been living seven decades, but it doesn't mean I'm in the, my seventies. So be careful. Uh, yeah. You scared me. I'm like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on there? Hey, what's <laughs> going on over there? <laughs> That's right. All right. So let's, uh, let's, let's hit the rapid fire. Cause I know you got to go get your son. Okay. Uh, so just answer these questions. Uh, it's a little bit of fun. So buckle your seatbelts and let's, let's rock and roll. Okay. So, uh, uh, what are you getting your amazing husband, the, the head coach of the Chicago sky for father's day? <gasps> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. No. All right. Fair enough, but it'll be something. For sure. For sure. It will yeah, be for something. sure. A w. They, be, they had a good win. Probably yeah. some kind of surprise because we won't be with him. It will be some, some yeah. nice video with jet too, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, they had a good win the other day. Uh, um, you know, Candace came back. Obviously, that's a huge, they're a huge part of their team, oh, yeah, and, and so they they played they played mad. They scored a lot of points. Yeah, <laughs> they needed that win. Yeah, they scored in the sixties the game before, and they and they uh, they got after it. So that was good. It was good to see. Uh, okay, so Sue, Diana, or Maya? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Diana or Maya? I can't give you that. <laughs> uh elena della don or brianna stewart brianna stewart yeah she's amazing yeah okay so food in france spain moscow or the united states in france no doubt that was easy too easy for rapid fire yeah <laughs> uh okay wait so chicken cordon bleu or quiche lorraine lorraine Ooh, interesting uh, lamb chops with cognac, Dijon cream sauce, or ratatouille? Uh, lamb chops. Ah, 
steak and potatoes girl there you go (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's right so are are you a sneakerhead do you love sneakers uh i like but i'm not i'm not known where's your favorite shoe that you ever wore I, I used to wear the KDs all the time, but I don't remember the exact name. But I used to love KD uh, shoes. So you think KD is the best player in the NBA right now? Mm, I don't know. Probably because he's still playing. LeBron is, is LeBron. Who else? Yanis. So probably KD. Maybe, might be KD. You might be right. Boy, his his recovery from that injury, I, I got to be honest Thank with you, you. is mind blowing. Yeah, it's probably Katie. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, what's your favorite food, though? My favorite food is um. Well, I love African food. Wow. And uh, I love Italian food. Interesting. What's an example of African food? I don't think I necessarily know what that is. Um. It's usually cooked with rice, but it can be a sauce, meat sauce, some kind of meat sauce where um, they put a little bit of everything. It's, it's delicious or fish. Like it's wow. amazing. You have to try it one day. Yeah, I, I, I've tried Indian food. I've tried a lot of different foods. And one of my clients, you know, I'm a professional basketball skills trainer. And so one of my younger clients, uh, he's sixth grade, but uh, his family's Turkish. And so they you know, invited me to dinner yesterday. And I don't even know what I ate, but it was it was... <laughs> It was unreal. I took a picture of it. I know there was there was a stuffed pepper, but I don't, I, all the other stuff, I was just like, this is it's it really was, good. Too, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, croissants or chocolate souffle? <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you, I love food. You know, that's how James got me. He came really? home, he came to my house in France and cooked fried chicken. And then that was it. And the story I was in love. <laughs> wow, seriously, that's crazy. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Wow. Yeah. Um, chocolate souffle, maybe, because I just love chocolate. Mm, there you go. So, the Disney Channel or Rue Sesame? What is Rue Sesame? Oh, ah. Sesame Street? Yeah. Street. Is that a thing back uh, then? A Disney Channel. No, there you go. So, if you were shipwrecked on an island and you had food and water, what two items would you take with you besides a phone, tablet, or a computer? Oh Lord, um, my Bible. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, and my sunglasses. Interesting. <laughs> and my sunglasses, my Bible. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> oh man. So, would you rather know how many basketballs it takes to fill up your car, or how many golf balls it takes to fill up your bathroom? Basketball <laughs> in the car for sure. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, would you rather have the ability to fly or be underwater for as long as you want? Fly for sure. Hmm. So what's on your bucket list that you want to do this year? So many things. Um, I want to travel more Hmm. after COVID, you know, I love traveling after COVID. We couldn't travel. I'm going to go to a Vegas game because they invite all the players that play for San Antonio or the previous team. So I'm going to go to Vegas for sure. Uh, so traveling again, um, what else? Read more, take time to read. Mm. I would say those things. That's cool. Yeah, I've read a couple of books. I read uh, White Fragility um, and I read um, Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Unbelievable. Uh, had me crying. 
I had to put it down a few times. I listen as an audiobook, but uh, it was so powerful. And uh, if you haven't read that one, you got to check that out for sure. It was a movie too. And uh, um, Euro or Floater? Floater. So you were a 36% three-point shooter for your career uh, in the W. So would you rather pass to a teammate for a three or shoot the three? <laughs> shoot it because Becky always told me tell me shoot it she would always tell me that She's yeah change my game just shoot it just shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> that's right that's funny <laughs> that's classic the sports deli is sponsored by moolah kicks moolah is m-o-o-l-a-h like money moolah and kicks like shoes one word you can find them online at moolahkicks.com and it's the first ever female-only brand basketball shoe. So it's a shout-out to the basketball street culture. And it is also about fighting social injustice and gender inequality worldwide and here in the United States. And again, you can find them at moolahkicks.com. And now back to this incredible interview right here in the Sports Deli. Uh, popcorn or candy at the movies? Popcorn. Mm, butter? Yeah. Mm, lots of butter? No, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pancakes, waffles, or French toast? Whew, I love French toast, but I can do pancakes a lot. So, both. So, have you ever had uh, French toast with, with challah? What is challah? It's like a Jewish bread, but it's thicker. I never tried it. Is it good? Wow. Oh my gosh. It's there's nothing like challah French toast. Yeah, you got it. I love good French toast. Yeah. So would you rather go in the past and meet your ancestors or go in the future and meet your grandchildren? Oh wow. I would love to meet my grandchildren. Oh you gotta know I'm crazy about my son and everything that is around him. So uh, to future kids, oh my god! And do you play sports? Uh, he play. He did basketball and he did soccer. And now we'll see what's next. He changed. He he do sport all day long, all day. A lot of energy. Yeah. So what's what's your favorite move? Uh, is it an in and out? Is it a combo? A change of speed? A hezzy? What, what, what what's your prep? Well, when I played, it was the in and out. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie has definitely revolutionized that move. Yeah. Holy moly, he's he's amazing with that basketball. Uh, yeah. Would you rather be stuck on a ski lift or a broken elevator? Oh, wow. <laughs> <A> broken <laughs> elevator? <laughs> a broken ski lift, I don't know if they forget about us. <laughs> yes. In the snow and the cold. Right. And it's cold. Uh, would you rather be four foot four or six foot 11? Six foot 11? Oh wow! Interesting. Uh, so well, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what six foot eleven is because we don't Bill. speak in the Bill Bill Yeah, he's six eleven. Wow! Yeah, I would have a great career. <laughs> yeah, right. You had a great career. Uh, so, if someone was playing you and telling your story in a movie, what actress would you want playing your part? Uh, Gabrielle Union. Ooh, that's a good choice. So what song do you like to sing when you're by yourself in the car? <laughs> uh, whatever is popping at the radio. Right now, there's a French song that I love. So 
And my son has been listening to Sean Paul. I don't know how oh many Sean Paul. Right. So now he's asking for it all the time in the car in the house. <laughs> this is so random. That's funny. That's classic. Yeah. So would you rather spend a day at the beach or at Disneyland? Uh, well, Disneyland, I don't go often. At the beach, I'm there a lot because yeah, I leave right. at the beach. Yeah. So would you rather be able to speak to animals, aliens, or 10 languages? Ten languages. Mm. Yeah, ditto. Would you rather fly to the moon or Mars? Hmm. The moon? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> would you like to exercise together with your husband, James, or watch a movie? <laughs> For sure, watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So wait, uh, so obviously it's going to probably be MJ, but MJ, LeBron, or Kobe? Yeah, MJ. MJ, yeah. Uh, how did Kobe's death affect you? It, it, it was horrible. First of all, um, the way it happened, um, oh. and with kids and families, horrible. Oh. Then we had um, Gabby Williams playing in my team in France, and she was close to Kobe, oh. so she was a mess. She had to travel back to the state. It was it was just a horrible phase. Like James Kobe was also very important to him like yeah yeah it, it, it was it was hard like and and it's still hard when you see images of him or talking and and it's always like this and like we realize what we have once we lost it and kobe was just amazing yeah. and once you're a celebrity you get criticized so much and we didn't even realize how lucky we were to have kobe bryant you know so yeah kobe's death is definitely something that is huge yeah well hopefully uh people <clears throat> read his books you know and, and take on his mama mentality because i think it goes you know much further than the court it's just uh you know something that can help you with life off the court and and just how you approach life and be you know right. mentally tough and and just uh grind and you know you, you know we know about grinding but when you're a kid you don't understand that concept you yeah. know how to get through things and and fight and you know the value of that so well uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to share. It's been, it's been an honor to have you on, you know, this 25th season of the W your husband's uh, writing that ship. It's, it's, you know, injuries and salary cap and it's just, uh, it's crazy, but uh, you know, they're, they're, they're on the upswing. So that's good to see you're doing well there in France. And so do you, are you going to come here and, and uh, visit it yeah. all when school's I'll over? I'll be there okay. in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there in a few weeks at the end of the month we're coming and we're going to stay with him the whole uh, summer. Oh, that's awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. So anything else you want to share before you go pick up your son? No, no. Go Chicago Sky. Yes. Pick it up. They're going to score because scoring is not going to be a problem for them. Nope. Uh, so I'm excited to keep watching them. And thank you for your show. Thank you for all the topics that you're bringing uh, people. This is uh, this is great. Just all get right. to, to, you know, get to know you. And uh, I love what you're doing. That's really yeah, nice. I appreciate it. All right. Honored to have you on. Thank you. And uh, stay safe. And Safe travels when you come over here and uh, much love and respect. We'll talk soon. Okay, thank you. All right, Edwig, thanks so much. We can't thank Edwig Lawson Wade enough for joining us here in the Sports Deli. It was uh, great to chop it up with her and, and talk to her about so many different things. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's so interesting to hear different uh, women's uh, stories and, and how they made it. Um, and, uh, to, to see the unity and the, um, uh, global collectiveness that, uh, exists, uh, where there's not the 
a, you know, fear of um, companies or advertisers or uh, teams, uh, you know, the fear of retaliation um, of, you know, sponsorships. And, and if anything, it's encouraged now to speak out against anything um, that doesn't promote, you know, equality or the right thing. So for Dr. J and Coach K, I am Hootie Hoot. Bet on women. Bet on the WNBA. Until next time, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed sharing space with us. It's been an honor as always. Remember, please mask up still, especially if you haven't been vaccinated. Black Lives Matter. Stop Asian hate. And remember, it takes a village.